Here at the Fantasy Doctors, we use our expertise in the world of sports as well as medicine to bring you the most up-to-date injury news. Our first injury of the day actually broke his back last week. I want Lionel Messi healthy. I want Suarez healthy. Fam, fam. Mo Salah is beasting. I want Ronaldo healthy. I want the whole squad healthy. Seven La Liga title in a span of 10 years. That basically, to me, that means he was concussed. He was knocked out. There was absolutely no competition. We're your hosts, physical therapy students, Andy and Berg. And welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Soccer Podcast. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just, um, you know, just done with my Christmas shopping. So yeah. for for those of you who are listening, um, currently right now it's Christmas time. Like it's Christmas Eve. So happy holidays to you guys. Those yeah, you happy happy holidays to you guys. I'm going to church in about an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> my priest does midnight mass, Ooh. but um, he falls asleep a little early, so he actually moved it to 10 p.m. Mm, my girlfriend invited me to go and I and I respectfully declined. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go? He's like, nope. I do not <laughs> want to go. When your mom tells you it's not really much of a question. So. No, 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 no. You 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 got aged out of that, man. Come on. I've <laughs> aged out. I've 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 aged out of that. Like, they can tell me you want to go to church. I'm, I'm like, no. Well, well blessings on you, bro. Blessings bro. on me. Today, we're talking about something that's pretty cool, I think. Uh, yes. We're talking about caffeine and the effect that caffeine can have on your performance as a soccer player. Um, there's two kind of ways you can use caffeine in general. Um, one is if you ingest it through, like, you would say, like a normal means. So, like, if you drink coffee or tea. And another way you can ingest it is through, uh, like, a pre-workout, like a supplement. Um, they're both kind of similar in the fact that they both contain the chemical caffeine. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit how it can impact your workouts in the gym and how it can affect your performance on the field. Um, so to start out with, we're going to talk a little bit about what caffeine actually does to your body. And the main thing that caffeine is going to do is increase your heart rate. So caffeine helps to get the heart pumping. Um, it stimulates both your, your nervous system and your uh, cardiac system to get the heart pumping faster. And what it does is it increases your heart rate both during exercise and during your recovery. And this is very important to take note of here because when you increase your, your heart rate during exercise, that's potentially a good thing in, the most, in most cases. And that allows your blood to you know, flow faster, get more of the nutrients, get more oxygen which is needed as a soccer player or as an athlete in general. Um, and that's good during your workout. But after your workout, it's also proven that it still increases your heart rate while you're trying to recover, which isn't the best thing. But the benefits gained from increasing the heart rate during exercise, I think, might be worth it depending on what your goals are. Tell me, tell me, what, tell me a little more about that. What's, what what? Tell me some of the goals. So in my mind and through the literature that we kind of look through, the whole goal of consuming caffeine is to provide short bursts of energy throughout mm -hmm. your workout. Yeah. Um, so it can do a few things. It can, it can boost your endurance, but what can, it can also do is improve like your power output. 
So if you're doing something like lifting very heavy weights for uh, just a few reps at the gym, it can help out with that. Okay. Um, if you're doing something like sprints specifically, it can help with that. So you can kind of see how soccer as like a more anaerobic power-based sport, mm-hmm. um, oh, okay. and especially training in the gym in your off season, it can really help you. But you just have to take into a consideration that when you're trying to recover, it may take a little bit longer because your heart rate is still going to be elevated. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, among other benefits, um, I've 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 gone over a, like a, a a multitude of you know research papers just to figure out the what the main consensus are for for performance. And when it comes to consuming caffeine and, you know, it's caffeine is a very, very well-known popular stimulant and it's, it's very popular amongst athletes. And there's, there's been a lot of benefits thrown out there. I just wanted to, you know, do a little bit of, of research and do my diligence and just figuring out exactly what the consensus are. Some of those benefits actually need to be more studied, but overall, what I've found from the consensus is the first thing is whether you're an athlete or not, whether you play sports or not, you know about this benefit. And that's just how caffeine improve alertness. And now think about how that affects your game, right? The re- one of the research I've read, um, they, they've taken a lot of soccer players and have them ingested caffeine like 30 to 60 minutes before the game. And they found out that their passing accuracy on their non-dominant leg was much sharper comparing to before when they did the same drills and they didn't ingest caffeine. So, you know, as a soccer player, increasing your passing accuracy in a game is a very, very important bonus during competition. I mean, just think about it. Your forwards making a run and you see your forwards running, making the run and you're able to time it really well. All that comes from the alertness, the ability, the, the, the benefit that caffeine has in improving your, your focus and your concentration. And that's, that's one of the benefit of it, really. It's just it increases your alertness, your focus. And as a result, it, it enables you to you know, fine tune your, your, your passing. Now, if you take that on the other spectrum, right, you're a defender and you hooked up on caffeine, on caffeine, you're very alert, very focused in the game. You're able to intercept a lot of passes, able to read the game a little bit more. But now that ability will depend, of course, on your level of experience. But think about it, if you have enough experience and you have a little bit more boost with caffeine, that improves really your ability to read the game and make some 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 key defensive move there now another benefit i don't know andy i don't know if you wanted to add anything to that before i move on to the next one yeah i would say for improving alert alertness um i agree with that and we can get into my personal experience with it a little bit later but i would say it definitely does increase your alertness um but not every player in my opinion needs to increase their alertness oh that, that makes sense that is that is yeah. that is true too and it depends on that like i said it depends on depends on your position and depends on your level of experience too and it's all about control chaos like <laughs> you can have a lot of energy and use it well you can have a lot of energy and waste it and be more tired 
all depends on your level of experience, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, the other benefit of caffeine, and that seems to be all across all of the, the, the studies I've read, it's just jumping power and repeated sprint. Now, I was a little bit skeptical at first because I'm thinking, how does that improve? I understand jumping power, but the repeated sprint, I don't really get it. Like jumping power, I understand how caffeine and even the authors of the study shown that, you know, it has to do with how caffeine just improves your central nervous system and improves the firing. And if you think about the ability to jump, it's just basically firing a bunch of muscle, regrouping a bunch of muscle really, really at a really, really fast um, time, like a really, really fast in a short period of time, that's what I meant to say. That's that that requires you know recruitment of your nervous system, and this is what caffeine helps you do. It helps stimulate your nervous system in, in that way. You're able to regroup a little bit more muscle to get the jumping power, and you can see how that can give you a boost in the game. Like there's a corner kick, and you're about to score a header. Like one a few centimeter in the air could be the difference maker doing you know the 90th minute in the game where you have to score the goal winner with a header now how caffeine helps improve repeated sprint i don't really i didn't really i didn't really get that to be honest with you i think you know i can see how it improves one sprint but repeated sprint mm, i'm I'm a little concerned about that i think some of the study use caffeine mixed with carbohydrate and that's not able to get that result. But I'll be curious to see how caffeine just by itself affect repeated sprint, really. Yeah, and part of the reason why I think that um, it's especially difficult to take things away as a soccer player from this is that it's very rare that somebody would consume caffeine just on its own. Yeah. Um, unless you're drinking coffee. Um, even coffee, it has some other chemicals in it. And if you're taking something like a pre-workout, it has a whole ton of other stuff in it that may or may not even be regulated. So it's it's tough a lot of the times to really take good takeaways from from research such as this because it's hard to replicate this in real life. Hmm. So many variables. Yep. All right. The other benefit of caffeine, and that's also a, a hallmark in most of the research papers I've read, and the benefit is caffeine helps increase your running distance during a game. Now, I don't know about you, but it, if, I'm, if I'm playing and then I run, say, three kilometers during the whole game, I don't know if that's a realistic number. I know the number is in miles, <laughs> not kilometers. Um, if I run like three kilometers for a game and then I'm hooked up on caffeine and I run like five, that's, you know, that's, that's a lot. Yep. That's a lot. That's, a, that's work rate. That's work rate. That's what my coach sees. That's what the analyst sees, analyst sees when, you know, they, they're looking at my data, they're looking at my work rate, and that could – be one of the difference maker in the team, especially if you if you play in the midfield and you're center defensive midfield or you're you know attacking midfield. You're going back and forth. You're covering a lot of spaces. If you're looking at your heat map, that's a, a, a 
good amount of distance, which is good. Now, how does ca- how caffeine helps with that? Again, I think it's a component of carb carbohydrate mixed with caffeine. But the what the caffeine does, as we mentioned earlier, it just increases your heart rate, uh, increase blood flow. So imagine, you know, you you have a little bit more energy because you have a little bit more energy. You're able to do a little bit more now. Like Andy said in the beginning, that might <laughs> that might not be a good thing. Uh, but if you're an experienced player, you know exactly when to give a little bit more, like run a little bit more, when to settle down, when to run, when to not run. So if you use that experience, that could be, you know, a a huge boost in in terms of how you develop as a, you know, your performance in that game. You can conserve your energy. You have so much energy in the tank. So you're able to actually use that intelligently yep so to speak Mm -hmm. and this is also something that you need to keep track of because if you're using caffeine on a regular basis in training and let's say you're hitting like six seven eight kilometers every training session and you let's say forget or you um, leave it at home before a game or something like that then you have to remember hey i'm used to running this this high mileage with a caffeine supplement and now that I don't have that today, um, how is that going to impact my playing style? So I would just be able to keep track of what your, what your running distance is, both with and without any sort of supplements at all, and be able to not be reliant on it whenever you're, you're not consuming it. The other thing, too, is if, you, if you're a regular consumer, the, the, the benefit that you get from caffeine for performance is not going to be the same as if you were a first-time drinker, a first-time, first-time caffeine user, the benefit when your, your body's not used to it is a lot more than if, when your body's used to it. So we're going to talk towards the end about how you can try to get those early benefits back by like cutting a little bit on your consumption before the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing, the last thing, guys, and that one in the research is still a little bit iffy, you know, there still need to be more research on that, but there's been report that caffeine seems to increase time to exhaustion. So the time it takes for you to perceive, for you to perceive that you're exhausted, um, it takes a little bit longer. You know, for a soccer player, you know what that means. You know, if, say, for example, I play a game and then by the 80th minute, that's when I feel dead and tired. Well, you know, if I'm hooked up on coffee, I'm in coffee, caffeine now, it's at the 90th minute that I feel tired. This is an example. Now, how does that happen? And it could be a component of that boost of energy you have with caffeine consumption, but they still don't know exactly how you know, it does that. And some of the research have shown that you need a higher dose of coffee, to, or ca- caffeine. You need a higher dose of caffeine to increase that time to exhaustion. So there's still a little bit more research to be done on that. But if you're looking at the, the research article and if, you, and if you take into account that research article, if I'm not, if I don't drink coffee regularly at all and doing my first competition or whatever, I ingest caffeine, you know, my time for exhaustion might be a little bit longer because of, of all that energy that I have. 
and how I choose to, you know, exert that energy, of course, not making dumb plays and running around the field, running after the ball too much. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of our main benefits for caffeine. It, it, it improves our alertness, improves our jumping power, improves our running distance, and it increases our ability to work without feeling too tired. Now let's go a little bit into some of the things athletes should consider um, while taking caffeine supplements. And I think we should probably start by saying we're both not registered uh, dietitians or no, nutritionists. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> and um, caffeine in general is something that is a supplement. And at least in the United States, um, supplements are unregulated by the Food and Drug Administration. So um, just be careful what you're doing and make sure if you are going to consume any caffeine, it comes from a trusted source. Okay, that's good. Good to know. <clears throat> so things to consider, like most of you probably know like caffeine is a very popular stimulant and a lot of you probably know some of those benefits already. But I think what most of you care about the most is, you know, what, you know, some how to consume it, like consideration stuff like how do I put this into practice, right? So one other thing is, um, I think Andy, you should speak a little bit on that is just the dose of caffeine, right? So I don't drink coffee a lot. So if I just take a little bit, I'm like wired for the rest of the day. And some of uh, so other people drink, co- drink, drink caffeine, take caffeine all the time. And, you know, it doesn't do much for them. So if they want to get the best benefit out of this, now some other thing you have to take into consideration. You have to do certain stuff. And first, we're going to talk about the dose. Mm-hmm. So to talk about the dose, I think we should kind of break this down in a way that most people can really understand. So um, most people drink coffee if they're going to consume caffeine. And as a dosage, one cup of coffee, it's going to vary, but one cup of coffee is about 80 milligrams of caffeine. Um, If you drink tea, it's less than half of that. So about 30 to 40 milligrams of caffeine. Um, if you take any sort of pre-workout, that can vastly vary. It can go anywhere from 100 milligrams of caffeine, so more, a little bit more than a cup of coffee, to up to anywhere 300, 400 milligrams of caffeine. Um, 400 milligrams, that's crazy. Yes, sir. Yep. Jesus. And, you know, these pre-workouts, they come in little scoops, and sometimes people take more than one scoop. So, um, that's kind of just to break it down, the dosage for you. Um, just one thing that I think that any high school or college athlete should know is the NCAA is actually the only organization in world sport that has any sort of restriction on caffeine. Um, the NCAA says that if you have, um, it's illegal to have or consume any more than 500 milligrams of caffeine um, two to three hours before an event. <laughs> 500 that, milligram that's crazy that is a lot that that's is a, a lot, lot of caffeine man. but if you find an athlete who is you know not very knowledgeable in this matter and takes a scoop and a half of a workout that of a pre-workout that's pretty strong there's your 500 right there um mm-hmm. so that's just one thing that i think is important to know if you're in college sports at all definitely clear whatever supplements you're taking with your coaching staff with your medical staff um yeah so i would say as far as dosage goes, um, just kind of abide by that. 
and it's going to impact both the type of exercise that you're doing and your overall fitness. So those three together need to be taken into consideration when you're uh, consuming caffeine. So again, for your types of exercise, it's good for very explosive type movements, like if you're in the gym or you're sprinting, or if you're doing a very long base endurance workout, it can also help with that. Mm, okay. Now, as far as when to actually consume it before your game, um, you know, if you've taken pre-workout, you know, some of you taking it like an hour before. So, you know, caffeine in general, it takes about 30 minutes to an hour before it gets fully, fully into your bloodstream, depending, of course, on how much you ate, um, if you ate any food before. But, you know, that's typically 30 to an hour. So generally, they, they recommend you to ingest caffeine, caffeinated beverages, pre-workouts, whatever, you know, two or three hours before you actually go do go to your game or before your training or your workout. That's, that's when you, you know, you find a sweet spot. Now, for people who drink coffee or consume caffeinated beverages every day, now you might not get the same quote-unquote benefit that we just listed before. Just because your body is just so used to processing caffeine, you know, it might not, you might not get the same benefit. Or if you get it, it's only at a low scale. So what to do to get those same benefit at a higher, um, like we'll say like a higher dose of benefit, like, <laughs> like a higher level benefit, now confusing the term. But if you want to get more benefit out of caffeine, you as a heavy caffeine consumer has to reduce your caffeine intake. Like for example, let's say you have a game coming, you want to cut your caffeine consumption at least a week before that competition. And then like once that week finish, then you can just go and drink some more and consume some more caffeine just to get that highly concentrated dose of benefit <laughs> from, from drinking, from, from being caffeinated. So what they recommend is you should stop consuming, reduce your intake of caffeine a week before the game. So if you, let's say you drink so much caffeine, it's like 500 milligrams. That's what, how much you need to inject in your vein <laughs> every day, right? So you have a game coming in a week. So you should the first day, like over th over a period of three to four days, you should reduce that intake. So you go a hundred the first, like the first week into your cessation of caffeine consuming consumption, and then the next day you put it down to like you know say seventy and then sixty, fifty, thirty, and once you get to the end of that week, you're at like twenty milligram of caffeine. And then if then your game is like in two days, and then the day of the game, you go back to consuming like say like two hundred milligram, and that two hundred milligram normally it does nothing for you, but because you've been um, cutting on your caffeine consumption, that hundred milligram now it's a lot because your system has time to like not being used to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that. Um that's definitely very good information because a lot of players, if they consume caffeine, 
it's not only for sport, but it's also for um, school or work too. Yeah. And these benefits will show up in both areas. It's not like it's going to just isolate towards sport. If you start to whittle off a caffeine and then come back to it pretty strongly, it's also going to show up in every other aspect of life too. Um, yeah. The, the one thing I mentioned, I forgot to mention the reason why they want you, it's not only because, um, because you're so used to caffeine, you might not get this, the, the same amount of benefit. It's not just for that reason. It's because let's say you want to, Oh, you said, Oh, I know. Oh, if I, because I drink so much caffeine, I might not get the same benefit. Now I want to stop, stop drinking coffee for a while and then drink coffee again to get all those benefits back. Now, the reason why you don't want to stop go cold turkey is because some people experience withdrawals when they don't drink coffee. They get like headaches, a lot of headaches, a lot of, they, they have some, some difficulty with focusing. So in order to avoid those withdrawals, you have to like slowly take it out of your system over a course of a week instead of like going cold turkey. Mm, okay. So those are all great research-based examples. And I'm going to go ahead and give a little bit of my own experience with caffeine because um, I'm not a huge coffee or caffeine user, but I've definitely used it at times. Um, and I'll talk about it in a few ways. One is when I take it before I go to the gym. So about a year and a half ago, I probably used pre-workout, I'd say once or twice a week for a period of about let's say two months. And I can definitely say, um, one, it increases your heart rate. And two, it does increase your overall power. So things like squatting and benching and deadlifting, definitely, I don't want to say easier to do, but definitely um, easier to tolerate. And I mm. felt like I had increased energy. Um, just one thing about that is, when I take it before I play soccer, in my opinion, it's a little bit different. And I huh. don't like to consume it specifically for soccer because it is a central nervous system stimulant. And I feel like not everybody needs to be um, stimulated from a nervous system perspective, um, especially before practices and games. So yes, it does improve your alertness. But I think instead of improve, I think a better word might be increase because mm. sometimes you could become like hyper aware, right? So think of a player that is known for having a very high composure on the ball. Someone like, let's say Andres Iniesta, right? Mm. Very composed, very calm. In my opinion, a player like him might not need caffeine because what makes him so good is he's so smooth. He's so he's suave. So Do you really need him? to increase these, these other attributes that don't really benefit his game that much. Um, so in my opinion, I don't like to take it before um, any sort of events that require concentration or like a high level of thought. Specifically, I don't like taking it before soccer games. And personally, I don't like to take it before I do Olympic lifting. Because in my opinion, those are two things that I need to be thinking on my feet constantly throughout. And for me personally, caffeine doesn't really impact me the way I want it to in terms of concentration and like overall just train of thought. Hmm. That's interesting. Where, where I will say it's very helpful is one, when I'm in the gym and two, when I was training for my half marathon, 
So I can definitely say for sure um, it increased my time until exhaustion tremendously. And it definitely helped my training then. But personally, the only two things I would use it for is lifting in the gym and running distance. <clears throat> and, you know, well, for this, as for me, I'm not a, I drink coffee. I grew up in a culture where you used to drink coffee every day. But when, ever since I moved to, to America, I just, just basically stopped consuming coffee. I only drink coffee when I'm like, there's like a midterm or have to study and I need to be really alert and not fall asleep on my, but that's when I use it. So I've never used it for competition, like sports or anything like that. Even when I go to the gym, I don't use any pre-workout. So I'm going to try and ingest some coffee, some lion's mane coffee <laughs> on, on, uh, on Thursday, Thursday before I play, go play pickup and mm. I'm to see if there's any difference at all. Yeah, that might not be so, good for me because I'm kind of an aggressive player at times. So it might, yeah, make, and might make me too aggressive. That's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I'm also, like, slightly aggressive too. And caffeine, for me, it gives me a little bit of, like, a, like an intense rush, like a rush of, of adrenaline, you know? And that's good, in my opinion, when you're lifting and when you're running distance. But if you're a little bit too energetic, you could be using your energy in the most – in a way that's slightly inefficient hmm. and in a way that, you know, could result in more fouls and in turn hurt your team. Um, which is why I think if you're going to consume caffeine and you're a first time user, I would definitely say, um, try it on your own first, do your own personal training session and try it there. Then try it at a practice and then try it out in a game oh yes definitely because you don't definitely yeah don't want to be trying something for the first time for um, the first in a, time in a competitive event yeah, yeah. in the in the final that's when you're like oh i'm gonna drink some Mm-mm. no you yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a good point man you want to try that out you know experiment with it doing practice yep and definitely even if you're going into any sort of game with a playoff implication try the caffeine before a penalty shootout in mm-hmm. practice um because that's one thing that Again, you need that very high level of concentration for. Um, the other thing is, I think that try it out in the gym and make make sure you clear it with your your medical staff or whatever team you're on to. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, yo, that's that's it. That's all we had. That's all we had for today. Cool. So I guess in summary, you know, it definitely caffeine increases your heart rate. Um, stimulates your central nervous system. Um, if you're using caffeine, be sure to consider the dose, right? A normal cup of coffee, again, is about 80 milligrams. Um, so kind of use that as your measuring stick. And be sure to try it out at practice, try it out in the gym before you use it in a game and clear everything with your, uh, with your sport medical staff. Well said. Cool. All we'll right, y'all. Next week. Happy holidays. See you next week. Peace.